3: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And
4: it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic
2: save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, bye! never
0: before hello and happy halloween (laughs) (laughs) it was a petrifying weekend for potter frightening for forrest and unnerving for unai (laughs) anyway how's your weekend been lindsay (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh
0: dear. Um, yeah, don't fight the day job in. I, I, th- I,
1: still, I still think the chip shop advert beats it, I'm afraid. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, my, my weekend's been very good. Obviously, it started very, very good with, uh, with Leeds beating Liverpool, which I did watch, and... I must admit, I was surprised because I was, while I was watching the game, all that we scored early, I was still thinking of how many goals (laughs) that we were going to concede. But, um, you know, it it turned out that, uh, you know, we we defended really well. Melia had a a great game, although he didn't make any brilliant saves. You know, a lot of the saves were all around him, but he was really busy. Uh, And then to score right at the end was just perfect. Mm. You know, it just gave Liverpool no time to get back and... uh, and then carry that on into Arsenal at the weekend as well, you know, on Sunday, which I was at the game as well, which was brilliant. Um, yeah, it's just been a really, really good weekend.
1: You are having one of those seasons that people dream about. You know, you've yeah. got two teams, one of them's top of the league, the other one produced a shot result against one of the big boys, but also you know that it's going to be about staying in the Premier League, but whilst results keep coming, that fends that away. What happens though? What happens if you get everything that you want, David? What happens if Arsenal win the Premier League, (laughs) Leeds stay... Do we ever hear the end of it?
0: No. And i have probably gone missing for a few weeks as well. <laughs> Celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, England win yeah, the World Cup in between. I was going to say, England win yeah. the World Cup. There'll be no yeah, more series yeah. of Seaman says, trust me, you will not find me. <laughs> 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 but on, yeah, but it's, you know, it's going, it's carrying on and on, especially with Arsenal. You know, they're picking up wins. And um, I was chatting to one of the forest defenders afterwards, who I won't name, and he was like saying that the, the slickness of Arsenal's passing and speed of it was frightening.
1: Speaking of that slickness, Erdegaard and Jesus, I love the way that they're linking up. There's a telepathic sense between them, it feels. You know, they've just got such an understanding of where each other is, their positions. I know that Jesus is getting a little bit of stick, David, for not scoring, but he's certainly assisting goals at the moment. Martinelli, he's been fantastic, having the best season in an Arsenal shirt. I suppose the one thing to take away from this Forest game is the Saka injury. That could be huge.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, the soccer injury is is a worry, but I heard that it was a it was a kick on the ankle. So in a, in a way, that's good news because she can recover from the kick. It's just swelling and bruising that'll go. You know, as long as it's not a twist and there's ligament damage. Um, but like you say, with Odegaard and Jesus, it's it's so funny. Like because I was in the crowd, and I was actually on the other side. I was I was actually hosting a box because my mate Lee Dixon was supposed to be hosting it, realized he was working. Then he was like, goalie, I need a favor. <laughs> so I had to go and host <laughs> this box, <laughs> as you do. We've had him on a couple of times, so I owe him. <laughs> but um, I was watching it from the other side of the tunnel, you know, so it, so it was good. And um, But the fans, you, you get a different feeling of the fans there because – they were they were like they were so desperate for Jesus to score. They were every time they were like around the box, they were like, give it Jesus, give it Jesus, you know, because <laughs> they were saying that his confidence is low because he hasn't scored for a while. And then I'm thinking, Whoa, he might even be a bit lower, you know, because like we've scored five and he hasn't scored one. <laughs> you know, so it's a bit it was weird, but I know what you mean though, because as soon as Odegaard gets it, he looks for Jesus and they're looking for these little passes. You know, like you're saying, that the um, the first defender was saying that the, the, the slickness and speed of Arsenal's passing is frightening. and um, It was just... It was a great all-round performance. Aaron didn't have a great deal to do save-wise. You know, he came out, took some crosses as well, which was great to see, you know, after his mistake in the week. Um, yeah, it, it was great. You know, the early goal from Martinelli was brilliant. You know, it was a great team play um, and a great finish, but... Um, Partey's finish how good was that you know that was like outside the post (sighs) and then bending back in
1: that was sensational Um, and we've seen him score a similar goal to that before so it's clearly something that he's got in his locker and not a one-off I think he'll be trying to do that again him and Xhaka together as well I mean we have to mention about the way that Ever since Shaka's had party around him, he's played with more freedom. He's been popping up and getting the occasional goal as well. I think that partnership's really important for you. But the other observation, because we all play FPL, and apparently in the whole of the fantasy Premier League community, there were two people that captained Reese Nelson, oh, no which way. I find incredible. Those two people...
0: Why would you do that?
1: also play the lottery, yeah. right? to
0: yeah, get a lottery ticket.
1: Yeah, two people. Yeah. Um, but I think it brings us on to the wider question, or certainly the wider observation, which you can tell me about this, David, of when a team is riding high, when you're called on, don't you think it makes the standard of everyone that's called in off the bench go that much higher as well? I don't think... Last season, the season before, Reese Nelson comes on and does that. Yeah. But this season, he doesn't. I
0: know. And do you know? Do you know what's weird, Lindsay, As well, is that when I was watching it, and he came because he came on in the first half, didn't he? He came on as sub for for um, Zaka, and he'd been on a while. And I was thinking, and I said to myself, to my to my friend sat next to me, and I, and I went, I was like, he's it, it, not really affecting the game much. I says, I wonder if the sub could get subbed and then he scored two <laughs> <laughs> his last words. <laughs> <laughs> I swear literally ten seconds later he scored I was like never mind what I say just take no notice <laughs> you would have been better
1: off saying that just to yourself <laughs>
0: I know, yeah, yeah. And then, like, straight away, he scored another one. I was like, no, nah, I don't think you would be getting taken off. <laughs> no.
1: And he got an assist.
0: Yeah, I know he got two yeah. goals and an assist as well, you know. So, it's, it just shows you how quickly it can change, you know. And like you said, though, the the standard of the team is getting the best out of the players that are coming on because they know they've got to raise their game to try and to have any chance of staying in the team, you know. So you know, everything at the moment is really good at Arsenal, you know, the confidence is massive obviously, you know, and even the pressure of Man City, you know, Man City went top on Saturday night, you know, and then Arsenal are going to feel that pressure okay, it was Notts Forest who are not having the best of times, but Nottingham Forest. And, uh, Don't
1: get in trouble with them. Oh, not after yeah, you beat he, them five 0 yeah.
0: Nah, not Forest. Whatever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they won't be here next season. So what is it? talk next year. Yeah. it's fine. <laughs> harsh. Oh, brutal, <laughs> but true. Anyway, yeah. <laughs>
0: harsh, but <laughs> fair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a it was a fantastic all round performance from Arsenal, and uh, yeah, they, they, they're coping with the pressures. You know, And obviously, the longer it goes, the more the confidence stays in the team because we
1: have well, got a big game against
0: Chelsea, obviously. You
1: say that. We've got to ask you, David. I'm rubbing my hands together now because we've been waiting. I mean, you <laughs> know, everyone's thought the same thing. Everyone thought, oh, Arsenal will be up there. They'll fade away. But we are now. Is it 12, 13 games in? Are they going to win the league?
0: They've got a great chance. You know, they've got obviously Man City are favourites because the way that they're playing and not only that the size of their squad you know the the question mark over Arsenal is that if we get a few injuries to to a couple of our key players then we might struggle but we'll wait and see that might not never happen Um, hopefully it doesn't but with Man City when you look at the players that come in there's hardly any change in the team Um, so that's that's a massive plus for them but Arsenal can just keep doing what they're doing, you know. Like I said, there's a massive game at Chelsea um, at the weekend, so let, let's see. You know, Chelsea are, Chelsea are playing really well. Um, well, apart from well, the weekend,
1: I think Brighton would have something <laughs> <know>. to say <laughs> about that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be a, it'll be a test, and and these tests are what I'm looking forward to for, forward to with Arsenal because it gives you a really good gauge of where they are, you know. With, We've played a, a few of the top teams now, you know, and, and done well.
1: So, for you, is it first or second? Is that is it? They're going to come either first or second. Um,
0: if I'm on his top four, you know, and anything in that top four is a bonus, and it's an improvement on last season, and and it's a, it's it's the it's a trajectory that Arsenal. Are, that I'm glad that Arsenal are on. It's not like up and down, unpredictable. At, at this moment, we are really steadily getting better and better. And that's that's a great sign. You know, when you don't get those weird performances, you know, even, even the defeat at Man United, Arsenal had chances. There was a couple of decisions that went against us, but we still had chances. You know, so it weren't like we played rubbish. You know, the, the, the performances are, are on a really good trajectory. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's looking good. But let's not get carried away, you know. Later on in the season, after the World Cup's done, then we'll start looking at or seriously thinking about whether we are in, in contention of actually having a right good go and trying to win it.
1: I've said for a long time that I will judge Arsenal in around about February, March, because I do think that that is the period where we've seen in the past the younger players start to fade, whether that be mentally, sometimes physically as well, because it's, it's a demanding schedule, isn't it? So Let's let's wait till the new year comes in. Let's get January, which is a really busy month out of the way. And then let's chat to you again and see whether you're still first yeah. or second.
4: That's the one thing that City really do have over Arsenal is that they've done it before and they know what it takes to ride out yeah. the whole season and to, to produce those results. And that's the one thing that's going to be very new to Arsenal as it progresses. Yeah, but it was exactly. new to Leicester. Yeah, yeah. That, that was they a know, really so,
1: weak season. <laughs> yeah. It was a weak season <laughs> yeah. though. You know, Arsenal arguably yeah. should have won that season, so... <laughs> I
0: know, I know. But it's, you know, it just shows you, though, that, you know, we, and, and the other thing you've got to take into consideration <coughs> is, is the World Cup. You know, so some players are going to get a rest. You know, some players that, that go away with their international teams might just be training. You know, not not a lot of players, especially at Arsenal, uh, are number ones for their countries. You know, so, you know, even, even Jesus, there's questions about him actually getting in the squad. You know, so that, that could work in our yeah, favour, all... you know, where they get a little bit yeah. of a rest. Yeah, you know, and, and what normally used to happen was that just after Christmas and February, like you say, we'd, we'd be in Europe, we'd get knocked out, we'd have a really bad result in the league, and then we'd, also, we'd almost be out of contention for everything, all within like one or two weeks, you know, and that's what we've got to look at. We've mm-hmm. got to make sure that that, that doesn't happen. You know, and we try and we try and manage that. You know, try and rotate the squad and make sure players aren't fatigued. But it's coming off the back of a World Cup, where you know, like I say, a lot of Arsenal players aren't number one choices for their country, so it could be interesting.
1: Let's talk about Chelsea because you mentioned them already as Arsenal's next opponents, and that Brighton game. I know a lot of the analysis focused David on the wing backs and how Potter was deploying them so high up the pitch. That then it was leaving real space and a disconnect, I think, at the back as well because mm. they did look fragile, didn't they, defensively? And who's going to know that better than a Brighton team that were coached by him for however many years? You know, I think oh, no, Deserby exactly. did an act on Potter, didn't he? There,
0: yeah, he, he definitely did. You know, and it was and it was surprising. You know, that the the amount of goals, obviously, that Brighton scored. Um, you know, and then the chances that they created as well. But uh, with with Brighton, you just you Chelsea never scored know. a lot of goals. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, they did. <laughs> they they scored like like, half of them, didn't
0: they? Yeah, No, exactly. <laughs> but you know, but it was it was a perfect performance. You know, and. And the fact that Brighton fans booed Potter, I was really disappointed in that. But I suppose you you can't—you know—you can't please everybody. I know exactly, (laughs) you know. But um, yeah, it uh, was—I think a lot of people around Brighton are having a a very smug moment at this time.
1: (laughs) I didn't like the booing either. I mean, where would they be without him and what he did? And yes, he took a job and he left them.
0: Yeah, but look at look at Arsenal. You know, like when Arsene Wenger was there. You know, like, a lot of fans turned against Ar- Arsene Wenger. A lot of them. You know, and that That's was- because he
4: didn't leave. Potter did leave. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's, you know, no, it just no, shows no. you how... You know, now I, I always remember when I went back to QPR, you know, after the transfer all in through, and I had to go back to QPR, and overnight, just because I had, like almost agreed to sign for Arsenal, <laughs> the fans just turned against me like that. You know, it was like, boom, we hate you. <laughs> Public enemy number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
1: that's why you don't get the loyalty back. That's why it works both ways, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's, yeah, with, with, mm. ch- with Chelsea, be a, there's a big test coming up this weekend for Arsenal. You know, and I've got, I've got memories of Canoe scoring and like we mentioned about with Graham last week, you know, you know, canoe getting his hat trick, and then Nigel Winterburn in a long-range shot, and you know some great memories against Chelsea, even a cup final win against Chelsea. So, you know that brings good memories back, but it's going to be a tough one for Arsenal. But um, but a good a good test for them, and to see to see where they are, you know, to see what sort of performance they put in, and also to see where where Chelsea think Arsenal are. You know, as as in what sort of respect they give Arsenal. You know, will they be will they be frightened of Arsenal the way that they're playing at the moment? You know, so I'm looking forward to that game and and just seeing how it pans out.
3: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VDW. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper.
2: This is Seaman Says.
1: I was at Fulham Everton this weekend and what I'm going to bring into this is the discussion about England striker and who's going to be supplementary to Harry Kane you know who's Gareth Southgate going to take on that plane to Qatar so watching Everton there's been a little bit of dialogue around Calvert-Lewin he's only just come back he's got a lot to do he missed what I thought was a big sitter a huge chance and I didn't think he affected the game that much against Fulham that was a, a goalless draw wasn't it and then you bring in some of the other narratives, David, Ivan is now suspended. So he's not going to be able to have a couple of games to, to impress. And I also, we all got the impression, didn't we, really, when he didn't play Ivan Tony when he called him up last time, that there's something that he just doesn't fancy yeah. about him at the moment. Um, You know, if you added Bamford into that, he's not doing anything at Leeds. So are we looking at Newcastle at the moment and Callum Wilson as potentially the backup for harry kane is he most likely to go um newcastle scored four against villa at the weekend he got a couple it just looks like he's just come back at the right time potentially
0: yeah exactly and on form like you say you know it's you look at you look at calvert-lewin the chance that he had at the weekend was it was a little bit awkward you know because it was it he needed to like to shin it in if you know what i mean you know when when i first saw it i was like oh my god that's a big miss and then when I looked at it, I was like, oh, that was like right in between his knee and his foot. It was a little bit awkward, but one that you normally just get anything on and it goes in. Um, mm-hmm. But with Wilson, it's, you know, he's bang on form. You know, and then, I, and then I think of people like Rashford as well, who's now back on form, who's obviously got yeah. great experience. Um, you know, then where else do you start looking? You know, it, it's, it's going to be tough. You know, like you said, with
1: no, it was pointed out, wasn't it? Was it was it on Match of the Day? I can't remember which analysis I saw about it, and where they were discussing this and and who would be going. But after Harry Kane and Phil Foden, and potentially, I suppose maybe Grealish if he's on form, where would you get some of those goals from in the England team? It has to be someone like a Rashford or a Wilson, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, and, you know. Don't forget uh, Raheem Sterling as well, who, who always pops up for England. You know, with his little yes, six-yard yeah, tappings. Yeah. Yeah. He, he times that run perfectly <laughs> all the time, and um, you know, but it's
1: he really yeah, does. Yeah, it's for a England. little bit
0: of a worry. It, I, know, I know, but it's it's a worry. You know, and especially if Harry gets injured or get, you know picks up a knock, you know, then then you really like. Pull, questioning like who goes in there who goes in as, as the main striker you know because as we saw at the weekend Rashford was like on the on the left wing again cutting in with Ronaldo up front um you know so it, it is it's a tough one but with Wilson you've got a player that's banging form you know and then Newcastle are on, a, on a massive role you know and you can feel that confidence even just watching it on TV. Um, you know so mm. yeah let's start let's start wrapping harry kane up in cotton wool and make sure he's ready for that for them, them first few games for england
1: we can't just leave it at the england chat david we've got to talk about villa as well because they were actually on the receiving end of Callum wilson's goals in that game for newcastle yeah. um hit for four
0: yeah villa, villa getting back to being villa to that. you know exactly you know yeah you know like last week's score you know stevie got stevie g got sacked and then they, they have a reaction but then it was back to the same old and um you know it's una henry going in there as well which i must admit i was surprised you know the fact that he turned newcastle down and then said yes to this job um yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know where Villa are going. It just seems to be weird. They seem to have the players, but they're just not getting any sort of performances. And you know, then there's also the with Martinelli sorry. With Martinez getting injured, you know, with the concussion thing again, you know, that that's that's another talking point about whether we have subs that can come on, you know, for ten minutes and then go go off, you know, because he he obviously wasn't right, but it wasn't seen in the first diagnosis. Why? what You know, we need we need to change that so that that rule because. Do you think that's a rule that only for goalkeepers, or do you think that should be outfield players as well? I'd like to see it for outfield players because you don't want to take any risks. You know, it was ten mm. minutes later, wasn't it, that he that he he said, right, I, I can't. There's something wrong. I need to go off. You know, if anything yeah. else have happened, you know, if he'd got another bang in them ten minutes, you know, mm, you know, true. we don't know what he's going to be like, you know. So I think it's a rule that needs to be really looked at. You know, it's, you know that the sub can come on, but then the the player goes off, gets assessed, and then maybe comes back on. You know, I'd, obviously clubs are trying, you know, make the best of it, but you know, I think the player's safety needs to be right at the front of that. And you mm-hmm. know, I was really surprised at how that was, how it was handled. You know, and sometimes you can't tell. You know, there's. You can't tell if they've got concussion or not, but that's also why it,
1: yeah. Does it does it shine a light on how the concussion protocol, the fact that they felt he passed it the first time, is it good enough?
0: Um, I, I don't know, Linds, because I don't know really what 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 to look for. You know, they then they must know what to look for. You know, they do the finger across the eyes and all that sort yeah. of thing. You know, which is like that was done like a hundred years ago yeah. <laughs> surely it's moved on from then <laughs> I guess the ability
4: that we all have though is you know instantly well, sky sports whatever we see the replays and we see that knee go yeah. into the, it's like around its temple and you go yeah. everyone goes sharp intake take a breath but if, the, if you're on the, the sideline waiting to treat someone you're probably well you're not
0: seeing that are you so yeah exactly you know and, and then, it's hard it, to, harder to judge yeah it is but like you know be, when when, sh- when you know that you've got like a 10 minute window to really have a look at them and see how they are then, then that's going to be better it's going to be better for the players you know and it's just mm. something that you know because something couldn't something bad could really happen especially if they get another knock on on their head as well you know within you know minutes of doing it you know it's just um, yeah it's just something that needs to be really really looked at but you know with, with Emery going in there he's certainly got his work cut out um, and it'll be interesting to see to see if he manages it. How he tried to manage it at Arsenal, you know, he's very very animated on the touchline. And um, at Arsenal, I noticed that it got to the stage where he was shouting and bawling. His arms were all, up, and no one was looking at him. <laughs>
4: <He> just <laughs> got to the
0: stage where they switched off. <laughs> you know, because mm. you know, because I know that the, he had a he had a communication problem. You know, because of his his Spanish accent was really strong, when he was trying to speak English. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting, and one that I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes and how that develops.
1: We started with Arsenal, and we let you finish with Leeds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. What, so, li- how much of how much of this is about what Leeds did, and how much of it is about what Liverpool didn't do?
0: I'd say sixty forty about what Liverpool didn't do because. At the moment, it's a good time to play Liverpool. Um, Arsenal found that out, you know, so it's. They're not, they're not, they're nowhere near what the people are expecting of them. You know, players are having, you know, they're having a lack of confidence as well, you know, and a lot of mistakes are happening. Um, but Leeds being Leeds, you know, got a really early goal through a really lucky back pass. Um, you know, that was that, an outrageous back pass. Didn't he, he didn't even look to no. see where Allison
1: was. That's the but thing. But you know what else you I noticed what? about that was it wasn't just Gomez and the back pass. It was Van Dyke and his, his reaction to it. He just completely was stuck in the mud. You know that game you played at primary school and you touch yeah. someone and they don't move.
0: <laughs> I, he, would never,
1: he would never have done that. In years gone by, he would have been no. alert to it. What yeah. has happened? What has happened with Virgil Van Dijk that he now is not reading the game as well? That's how I interpret it. He's not reading it like just, he used just to. confidence,
0: you know. And uh, yeah, and the, these spells hit. They hit teams at some stage during the season. You know, like Arsenal will have a, they'll have a little dip. There's no doubt about it. Man City will. Liverpool are having quite a big dip. <laughs> they a <bit of> massive <laughs> pothole <laughs> yeah. um, they bit the Frankie pothole <laughs> uh, but yeah and, and they are you know and it, and it affects players confidence and and then also all like little things start going wrong and you're like why is it always like at the same time that everything goes wrong but it, it does happen um and they're having a a real confidence crisis um but they'll be back, there's no doubt mm. about it, you know, because they've got too much quality. But at the moment it's a great time to try and to take advantage of it. And and with Leeds, you know, especially when they got the first goal, you know, it mm-hmm. was just it that, that set it up, you know, so it was something to defend. And when you look at the, the saves that Melier had to make, he he made a lot of saves. If if Liverpool were a little bit more clinical, they could have easily won it. So you know what the, the Virgil van Dijk
4: stat is, don't you? Go on. that 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 is, since joining Liverpool in 2017 from Saints, that is the first time in the
0: league he's lost to Anfield. Yeah, that's That's unreal. That's mental. That's
4: mental. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's a good time to play Liverpool. (laughs) 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 On that note, because
1: you're saying about timing. And obviously there's there's other things that play into this with Liverpool other than what I'm about to mention. Um, clearly there has been a drop in confidence um, for whatever reason. Um, I think since Mane left, there, there hasn't been that backup. I think what people forget with Salah is when Salah's missing three out of four chances, Mane was scoring one or two of them. And I don't think he's got that that relationship anymore with someone. So that's one thing. But also, David, we can't ignore the fact that the top teams have got a lot of international players within the squad. There's a World Cup starting in a few weeks. So when you say about playing yeah. them right now, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you anymore. You answer me honestly. If you had a World Cup in a few weeks, right now, would you be playing at full pelt?
0: Oh. <laughs> Lord, that, and especially even
4: subconsciously because you know, know in the back of your even mind
0: like then yeah. um, I'm thinking uh, you have got an eye on the World Cup you definitely it's, it's one you do not want to miss you know and, and it's going to be some players it's probably going to be their last you know when you and you look at that and you start thinking about it but professionally you've got to say no I'm, I'm concentrating one game at a time and everything but yeah that's that is a tough one because it's never happened like this normally you get end of the season and then it's like at least three maybe sometimes four weeks before the tournament starts you know so you've always got that little cushion of getting back from injury but now they're not going to have that cushion you know it's going to be probably about a week or 10 days before they go straight into a game after after their last premier league game and it's that that game's in the world cup you know so that's how different it is this year um and I would imagine subconsciously that that yeah that players have got got an eye on it. I was watching some of the games on um, on Match of the Day at the weekend, and I was thinking to myself that I bet I bet some of them are thinking about the World Cup because I, I yeah. I'm sure that I would be. But then, would it make you t- like not go into a tattle? I, that that I don't think so because if you don't if you half go into a tattle, that's when you're going to get injured. You've still got to go in like full-blooded and do your stuff. But yeah, it's it's a tough question to ask, a a tough question to answer.
1: Yeah, it might mean that difference, which I think when you look at the Premier Mm. League, we know already that there isn't much between sides. You know, bottom is capable of beating top. This is why people love watching around the world. We see what happened with Chelsea and Brighton. We see that every week, something will happen and yeah. that 1 or yeah. 2% advantage with these top squads if i was in the bottom half of the premier league table right now and you know that you've got to play the top teams at some point i'd want to play them in in the next 3 weeks
4: yeah but also even those those teams around the bottom of the premier league they still have a lot of internationals like back in the nineties yeah. or whatever. They didn't. They really didn't. But now <laughs> yeah. e- even you know, look at your team, there's Portuguese players in there. The play Portugal would the be wiped Saints out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking you back to what you were saying about Liverpool, and you say they bounce back, and look, obviously they do have the quality, and no doubt they, they will come out of this slump. They do have a I say an aging squad. They they have key players that are mm. you know that, that have hit 30 now. And obviously that's not, but in in playing times. um, And Klopp is saying that he doesn't have the money that City have or Newcastle have to replace those like for like. And then on top of that, there was a a report that, um, you know, if they don't get Champions League this season and the money that that brings in, that's going to really hamper paying those top wages to Salah and, and attracting obviously, those bigger players. So it's kind of like, it's a domino effect.
0: Yeah. They, so, they, yeah, they, they can't compete with, with the likes of Man City and Newcastle. I don't think anybody can now. Um, but at least with Liverpool, they've still got that reputation. They're still, because they're so close to, you know, every season now winning the league, they've still got that draw for players to come in. Um, you know, even if it, it might be on a, not a cheap side, but a, a reduced rate to what, you know, it, the the hardest thing is like is, is big players. Obviously, if they go and listen to Man City or Newcastle, mm. and then they have, you know, then they listen to Liverpool, it's 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 almost like a bit of a no brainer because financially they will get offered so much more. But then you've got to start taking into consideration about you know how am I gonna how am I gonna be playing? You know, will I be playing in that first team? You know, and that's why that's where Liverpool might be able to to guarantee a few a few players more game time. You know, you look at Calvin Phillips at Man City, you know, how how many games has he played?
1: And also Mm -hmm. Liverpool, that's the area that most fans are feeling that is weak, isn't it? Midfield. They're wanting to attract Bellingham. They want to be able to bring in some top quality. Look at Calvin Phillips. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He's not having any game time. He would be getting game time at Liverpool, surely.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's down to... Then you've got to think of like, well, so how many games am I, am I going to play? You know, am I going to be happy just sat on the bench all the time? And for me, that was like a massive no. You, you always want to see, because you get judged on how you play and, and that's that's how you, as a player, you want to play games. You know, I couldn't believe some, some guys sometimes where they were happy to be on the bench. But it tells you a lot about the player anyway. But mm. yeah, you know, and I think that's where Liverpool might be able to pick up on a few a few really good players you know the fact that they can almost almost guarantee them playing a lot of game time do you think that about Colin Phillips though um, I, I don't know
4: if you've met the guy or, or no but does he do you think there was a part of him that made that move because he was looking at the bank account and not necessarily at the, at the playing he,
0: time I, I doubt the financial side of it came into it I think he, he thought that he might be playing a lot more well playing five games is a lot more than what he has played you know, mm-hmm. it's um yeah, okay. He's had injuries as well, but you know, it's not been the season that he expected with Man City. You know, you want to try and you want to try and get in there and then establish yourself. And you know, the the problem he's got is he's got like some really really good players in front of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and now he's like he's waiting for one of them to not really have a loss of form because they don't really have that much of a loss of form. You know, you're waiting for people to get injured. For
1: an injury. I've yeah. I've met him, yeah. Adam, and I've yeah, interviewed so. him a couple of times, and I really liked him. Really, really took to him. Certainly, mm. very family orientated. I mean, we don't know what the incentive ultimately is behind it, but I would be really surprised if it was just about financials. I think this is a player that yeah. saw an opportunity mm. and wanted to show how high he could get, how how good he could be, because okay. you only get that opportunity once. Um, and we know that football's quite a, mm. a short career. I also think that a huge part of that, when it came to City coming in for him, would have been working with Pep Guardiola. And that's just a hunch that I, that I have. Yeah. But I just imagine he wanted to work with the best. He'd work with Bielsa. Um, Bielsa and, and Guardiola have this mutual respect. I'm sure there was a lot of influence there.
0: But the thing about the winning stuff, that was a massive part for me when I went to Arsenal. I got offered mm. more money to stay at QPR for my wages than I than I signed for at Arsenal.
2: Wow!
0: You know, so I, but I wanted to see where I could get and then what I could win, and nobody can take the fact, take away the fact that I've got nine winners medals. No, you know. I won't tell anybody how much I've got in the bank, but I've got nine <sighs> winner's medals. <laughs> Can we guess? Can we guess? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to uh, play a game
1: yeah. high or lower. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No purchase necessary are prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply See website for details This is Seaman Says
2: With David Seaman
0: Later on this week We'll be joined by a man Who scored over 2,000 runs For England During his cricket career Mark Ramprakash. Oh, how are you
2: mate? Very well thank you How are you? I'm good I'm good We're very good And very smug aren't we After the weekend Oh yes <laughs> Lots to enjoy wasn't there
0: Oh yeah yeah. I was uh, I was just saying to the guys that I was I was at the game and it was pretty special it was a great atmosphere but what what's what's your thoughts being asked on Arsenal this season so far
2: I mean it, look it's um it's been really enjoyable I think uh, to see um so many things come together, really. I mean, you can see that as a group, they're they're pretty tight, aren't they? And they're they're enjoying it, and they're playing with a smile on their face, which you would say is easy to do when you're winning matches, of course. <laughs> but there's no there's no doubt that that togetherness, I think, is helping them. And you're seeing it on the pitch. You're you're seeing high quality football at pace. They're moving the ball quickly. Uh, they you know they look more solid at the back. They're just as a group, they're really tight. And and also it's the players that come in as well. So it was really nice to see someone like Rhys Nelson come in and and uh you know then when when players who are who are sort of on the edge or, or the periphery of the team, when they start to do that, then you really start to get very excited that they are still going to achieve something special this year.
1: So we've got the World Cup on the horizon. Do you think that it's inevitable that when you're England manager, you will develop favourites? Because Gareth very early on set out his stall and said he would only pick players on form, but I think we've had a few occasions, and of course, he's earned that because he's had such success. But he's got his reliable players that we've we know that he's gone to that haven't necessarily been in form in recent friendlies. Um, do you think that that's just a given with any any managerial situation?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it is, and the reason is is that um, y- you know what 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 managers and selectors see in players is subjective if that player happens to perform well on a certain day when the manager, coach or selector is watching it, then, you know, they they perhaps earn a bit of credit in the bank and I think, uh, you know, Gareth uh, or any manager uh, will will have uh, an idea of what his best side is and and they develop a certain amount of trust in the players that the players can carry out perhaps um, the type of game plans that the manager or coach wants. So, I think that is inevitable Um, and I think uh, whilst that can produce stability uh, and consistency of selection, which helps the players, uh, at the same time, I think the best managers have people within their support staff who can challenge Hmm. and can say, actually, hold on, boss, Um, are we really sure about this one? Here's the evidence. Um, And, uh, you know, they may change their mind or they may not. Um but I think the best the best leadership teams do have people who can can challenge the boss um and add something to to that. So that if it if it if it is that um a, a tried and tested player over a period of time has been on the wane, then there obviously does come to that point where they they may look elsewhere. Um so uh it's sort of a double edged sword really. You know, I've seen that in cricket as well. Uh, where um, it's a a tricky moment when you've had a player who has performed on the world stage and being stood up to the pressures of it, but they do go off form, you know, when to leave them out. um, It's a tricky decision.
0: Uh, I was going to ask you that. Are there there a lot of similarities in, in, uh, in the cricket side of it, where you'll get players that are doing brilliantly for their counties, but then it's the next step that's playing for England, you know, and that's what you get with, a lot of the footballers is where they're brilliant for their club teams but they're, they're not used to that pressure do you get that in
2: cricket a lot yeah without doubt and it's really hard to describe the pressure uh, of playing for your country uh, the spotlight that comes with that and of course you know if you're playing for Arsenal in front of big crowds every week in the Premier League you're used to playing in pressure environments Um But uh, as I mentioned in in football, it seems to be that they they come together, they really don't have uh, much time to kind of bond and get that togetherness. And if you look at the cohesion that Arsenal played with against Forest, how do you get a group of players that come together from all different clubs uh, for a couple of games, uh, how do you get that cohesion? Um, I think in cricket, it's probably slightly easier because when you get selected for England, I mean, we've got these central contracts for England now, uh, that have been in place for well, close to twenty years, and so what that does is um, it gives the players, uh, and there are, well, I think, over twenty contracts in in, um, to, to in different types of uh, matches formats. But um, what it does it gives those players the the emphasis to look at the international calendar and and the opposition they're going to play against, and that they will be together. And that will be their main focus, so they won't be thinking about playing for their county. So the right. core players for England, like Root, Stokes, Broad, Anderson, they are constantly thinking about international cricket um, and the, and the the opposition that they're going to play against. I think for the new players who are going to be selected, that is that is you know finding that jump to county cricket to then international cricket is huge. Yeah. It's is absolutely huge, and and you can never really know how a player is going to react. You never quite know, you know, you've got some, so Aster Cook was picked at, at 21 and got a hundred on debut. Um, yes, he, he'd, he'd impressed as a young player, but you, no one could sort of foresee that he could, he would go in and perform so well straight away. Um, and there are other players who, uh, you know, can come in and you, th- you think, yeah, yeah, you know, they're going to, they're going to go well. And actually, you know, it can take time for them to sort of find their feet so it's um, you're never quite sure how the, how people will take it uh, but the, there's no doubt that the jump is, is much it's very very more more different in cricket than it is in football
0: You can hear that full chat with Mark right here later on this week and you can watch it over on our YouTube channel Don't forget leave us a review on your podcast app and we'll see you all later
2: This is a listening dog media production